Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for another episode of Way Back When. As I bring you some of the best music from this week, it's year 1999. Let's kick things off with a parody song, as a matter of fact, but a song that became absolutely huge. A parody of American Pie by Don McLean. Please enjoy Weird Al Yankovic, The Saga Begins, here on Way Back When on 106.9 Tune FM. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away. Naboo was under an attack And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn Could talk the Federation into Maybe cutting them a little slack But their response, it didn't thrill us They locked the doors and tried to kill us We escaped from that gas The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass We took a bongo from the scene And we went to feed to see the queen We all wound up on Tatooine That's where we found this boy Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave But he can use the force they say Fourteen, yeah, he's probably gonna marry her someday. Well, I know he built C-3PO, and I've heard how fast his pod can go. And we were broke, it's true. So we made a wager or two. Ooh, he was a prepubescent flying ace, and the minute Java started off that race. And some pilots fried A lot of folks were croaking The battle droids were broken And the Jedi I admire most Met up with Darth Maul And now he's toast Well I'm still here And he's a ghost I guess I'll train This boy And I was singing 
My, am I this here Anakin guy? Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. We were singing, my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. You're listening to Way Back When here on 106.9 Tune FM, and that was The Saga Begins, a parody of American Pie by Don McLean that focuses on the release of The Phantom Menace, the first film chronologically in the Star Wars series, and the first film of the prequel trilogy that was released of the same year, 1999. Widow Yankovic, this is the first time he's appeared on this show, and it, as a matter of fact, when he released this song and showed it to George Lucas, George Lucas had an enormous smile on his face, so it was good to see that he was being a good sport about the whole thing. It was a very catchy tune and it has a matter of fact actually messed up the original songwriter Don McLean a little bit saying that because it was played so much at his house because his kids are very big Star Wars and Widow Yankovic fans Don McLean started messing up the words and singing the wrong song in concerts which I think is absolutely hilarious moving on now to a debutante another debutante as a matter of fact it's Britney Spears and this is her debut single Baby One More Time from her debut album of the same name it's a nice little dance pop track that only goes for about three and a half minutes and it has earned triple platinum certification from the British phonographic industry over in the UK and was the country's best-selling single of 1999. It's become one of the best-selling singles of all time with over 10 million copies sold, which is exceptionally, uh, uh, which is an acceptable, uh, an exceptional achievement. It's been certified triple times platinum here in Australia, platinum over in the US, and as I said, triple platinum in the UK as well, and it made it to the top of nearly every chart. It was number one in Australia, uh, all throughout Europe. It was number. It made its number one in the Billboard Hot 100, unsurprisingly, New Zealand, and it was all the, and it managed to make it all the way to number two on the Australian Year End chart for 1999, being beaten out by a song that I'll play a little bit later. It was certainly a massive. It was a massive breakthrough for a debut single, especially, and an established Britney Spears as an incredible artist. Obviously, things haven't exactly been going too too well for her lately, and I definitely wish her all the best in that regard. 100%. It was nominated for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance at the Grammy. Sadly, it did not win, but it won several other awards, including taking the best song for, at the MTV Europe Music Awards. And it also managed to take home the best pop song, uh, the best pop song from the same show. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears, coming up next on Way Back When. You're listening to Tune FM here on 
6.9 Tune FM here on Way Back When and that was Baby One More Time by Britney Spears, an incredible debut single from an artist that was soon on her way to superstardom. As always, I hope that you have been having a fairly pleasant week. I know it's been a bit unusual weather-wise, very warm here in Armadale, which I'm not a big fan of. And as we all know, the world continues to be in chaos through the awful COVID-19 pandemic and the US still can't decide who won the election despite numbers indicating that Joe Biden won by more than 6 million votes in terms of a popular vote count. That being said, it's still uh, up in the air. There has been no final word and there won't be until electors vote. It's been a bit of a weird week is what I'm trying to say. But nonetheless, I hope that you have had a good week and I hope that the rest of your weekend can be pleasurable, pleasant and relaxing. And here's hoping that the week ahead is a little bit less stress-free. Although we are meant to have a few thunderstorms throughout next week, but again, temperatures hitting 31 degrees as well. So interesting week in terms of Armadale weather and not entirely a pleasant one from my perspective. Moving on to another debutant on this show. We've got more of a, it's actually quite interesting, a dance country pop sort of track from Shania Twain that was released as the seventh single from her third studio album, Come On Over, releasing seven singles. In fact, she released more as well. That particular album, Come On Over, had 16 tracks on it and she released 12 singles. That is ambitious to say the very least this particular song became arguably one of her biggest songs uh, best known songs excuse me definitely one of her biggest hits worldwide it became a third biggest single on the u.s billboard hot 100 in terms of charts making it all the way to number seven made it number two here in australia and it did manage to top the charts in belgium ireland new zealand norway and scotland and making it to number eight on the year-end charts here in australia i think that's a pretty good accomplishment here in australia it was also certified as double platinum being certified as platinum in america and the uk as in the us and the uk as well it is that don't impress me much every time i say the title of the song i'm all I, I struggle not to say it in time with the beat it's that it's that memorable if you haven't heard it you're in for a bit of a surprise and a pleasant one at that that don't impress me much by shania twain it's coming up next on 106.9 tune fm you're listening to 1999 here on way back when They were pretty smart But you've got being right Down to an art You think you're a genius You drive me up the wall You're a regular original Know-it-all Okay, so you're a rocket scientist That don't impress me much So you got the brains, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, yeah, I think you're alright But that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night That don't impress me much Just in case 
Listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is 1999 on Way Back When, taking you back through some of the best music from the 30th year of Tune FM's existence. We have now made it through three decades. That is quite an accomplishment for a radio station that originally didn't, not many people thought would last. So a huge, it's a huge testament to the people and the students that kept it going for all this time. And a massive, and a massive thank you always has to go to the people that brought it to life back in 1970. Moving on to a song by an artist that actually made his debut last week, and that was Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams will be making further appearances on this show in the years to come, I can guarantee that. And this song was released for his second studio album, I've Been Expecting You, and was released as the first track from the album, and that's Millennium. It became his first uh, his first single to top the uh, UK charts, hitting number one fairly quickly, also making it to number one in Scotland and Ireland, uh, making it to number 72 on the Billboard Hot 100, not doing too well there, and Australia made it to number 24. Excuse me. Rather interestingly, the song was written without a tra- without a title in mind. The to- the uh, hip hop beat was sort of created first, and then the bass line was created when and then Robbie Williams finished writing the lyrics. His partner and producer Guy Chambers felt that it didn't have an obvious title and suggested Millennium. The reason he suggested Millennium for the title, not to give away that what song it's going to be next, is because the song was quote both strong and topical. And as he claimed in a retrospective view, there was a lot of talk about the Millennium back then. Obviously, this song being released a year about a year and three months away from New Year's Day of t- the year 2000. He described it as similar to the word Brexit nowadays, in the sense that it's everywhere, everyone or most people know what it is, most people know what it's about, and you just can't stop hearing it. That's why he's just Millennium as a song title, and it clearly worked, obviously becoming a very successful song, and it also won the British Video of the Year at the 1999 Brit Awards, which is something else to crow about. It is a fantastic song, and I'm going to play it for you right now. Millennium by Robbie Williams, coming up on 106.9 Tune FM. This is 1999 on Way Back When. Before we fall down 
to way back when at 1999 here on 106.9 tune fm and you just heard millennium by robbie williams up next we turn to a dance poppy sort of boy band and it's here i would like to point out that i people have asked me before uh especially some people after hearing this show have asked me what my music tastes are my preferred genres and while i make no secret of the fact that i gravitate a lot more towards heavy metal and rock music than anything else I'm fairly open to any genre. I don't really... Uh, I do have songs that I like to listen to from most genres. There's no particular genre that I, I have a, a, an extreme dislike towards, um, besides maybe rap. And I have to say that because I will confess, th- ba- uh, boy bands like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, I don't entirely hate them. I think they've got some really wonderful tracks out there. And that is very true for the next song that I'm going to play, I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys, being released in 1999, obviously, as the lead single from the third studio album, Millennium. So, so Guy Chambers, Robbie Williams' producer, probably had a good point when he was talking about the Millennium track. This song is about a relationship strained by matters of physical or emotional distance, and it was met with extremely positive reception. Its catchiness was commended, and it was listed the ballad of the year of uh, the pop ballad of the year by several critics, and was nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Song and Record of the Year. Unfortunately, it did not win any of them, which is kind of disappointing. Although it did win People's Choice Favorite International Group for Backstreet Boys themselves from the Much Music Video Award. And at the Alma Awards, it won the 10 Outstanding Music Video Performers Award. I'm assuming one of 10. Excuse me. It became one of the most successful uh, songs in the Backstreet Boys history. It became arguably one of their signature songs. Definitely one of the most praised songs by the group. And Rolling Stones listed Backstreet Boys at number one on their readers poll, the best boy bands of all time list. In terms of charts, it did very well, making its number two here in Australia, courtesy of the ARIA charts. It made its number six on the Billboard Hot 100, but it made its number one on a number of different countries across Europe, as well as in New Zealand, and a few others here and there as well. It made its number 25 on the year-end ARIA charts here in Australia. And a lot of people, it surged back into the spotlight uh, thanks to a rather notable scene in the TV show Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it is used in a comedic effect, uh, to a comedic effect in trying to identify uh, a mugshot lineup. So that be, so it sort of had a bit of a bounce back into the spotlight thanks to that. I personally like it. I think it's a very good track. Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, coming up next on Way Back When, episode 1999 on 106.9 Tune FM. 
Listening to Way Back When, episode 1999, here on 106.9 Tune FM, and that was the Backstreet Boys with I Want It That Way. Another track that every time I say the title, I want to, like, my mind goes to trying to say it to the beat, which I've got to sort of stop myself from doing. Up next, we have another dance pop track, and it's actually a bit of a Latin pop track as well. It's Ricky Martin's, I'm going to say it's his biggest song of all time, Live in La Vida Loca. It was released in March of 1999 from Martin's self-titled English language debut album, uh, having released several albums in Spanish previously of course it was composed by um, by the legend of the music business Desmond Child and Draco Rossa La Vida Loca is Spanish for the crazy life and it is generally seen the song that is as the song that began the Latin pop explosion that followed in the early 2000s and made the transition of other Spanish speaking artists such as Enrique Iglesias Mark Anthony and then later especially Shakira into the English speaking market it tended to make that transition a lot easier the song received various Grammy Award nominations and Martin himself obtained enormous success inside the US and worldwide courtesy of this song and it pretty much kicked off his international career outside of Spain which is always uh, which is always handy if, you, if that's what you want a song to do and it was actually the first US number one single to be recorded without using conventional studio equipment. The track was created at Desmond Child's Gentleman's Club Studio which utilized a Pro Tools system which is very unorthodox. It's a very catchy tune, it's, ver- it's a very dancey tune, you hear it played a lot at fe- at 
uh, school discos, uh, dances, that sort of thing, because it is very infectious. In terms of Grammys, it did not win. It did not win any of the Grammys it was nominated for, sadly, including Record of the Year or Song of the Year. But it did win. Uh, song of the year from the BMI Latin Awards so it didn't entirely do too poorly. It scaled to number one across Europe and in North America making number one in Canada and on the Billboard Hot 100 which is always nice. Made its number fourth spot here in Australia that was its peak. Certified platinum in the US, the UK and double platinum here in Australia. Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin coming up next on Way Back When episode 1999 here on Tune FM 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM here on episode 1999 of Way Back When, and that was Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Up next, we have a bit of a pop punk track. I do especially like pop punk, the pop punk music that was very prevalent in the late 90s and especially the early 2000s, and The Offspring is no different. The Offspring uh, released their fifth studio album, Americana, in 1998, and this song was the second single from the album, Why Don't You Get a Job? Now, I need to point something out before I play it. This song does have an explicit language warning, so I'm only, I can only play it before 9 o'clock because it's used on this particular show. So just a warning, uh, if there's anyone that is averse to bad language or explicit language, this song does carry one of those tags. So if parents, if you have your kids listening to this and you'd rather them not hear it, just turn the radio off for the next five minutes and then then we, then you can come back it does it did have that tag so i just need to let you guys know of that this particular song i really like i think it's the one of the offsprings best it made it to number two on the aria charts here in australia and finished in number nine on the year-end charts of the of 1999 made it to number 74 on the billboard hot 100 which was kind of disappointing but it was certified platinum here in australia double platinum in fact which is kind of nice the offsprings why don't you get a job coming up next on way back when episode 1999 here on Tune FM 106.9. My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. He tells me every day. He says, man, I really gotta lose my chick in the worst kind of way. She sits on her ass, he works his hands through the Listening to episode 1999 of Way Back When here on Tune FM 106.9, and you just heard Why Don't You Get a Job by The Offspring. This song coming up next is actually a bit of a late inclusion. I only made the decision to include it in the final uh, cut of songs up uh, about an hour ago, and that's because even though it didn't really do too, too well in the charts, I still think it's a hidden gem. I think it's a very underrated track. It's by the Goo Goo Dolls, and it was written by lead vocalist and guitarist Johnny Resnick. And it was released as a single from their sixth studio album, Dizzy Up the Girl. The track, Dizzy, did peak number nine on the US Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart, but that was as high as it really got, and it didn't really it wasn't really a well-known tune from the album. It made its number 50 here in the Aria charts, and it did get a music video that was released about it, 
but it never really got, I think, the recognition it deserved. So I'm going to play it for you now. It's Dizzy by the Goo Goo Dolls here on 106.9 Tune FM, a little bonus track for you all, if you like, from 1999 here on Way Back When. listening to episode 1999 of Way Back When here on Tune FM as I bring you some of the best music from the year 1999 right before the new millennium kicks off and you just heard Dizzy by the Goo Goo Dolls. Up next we've actually got a cover of an Irish traditional song set in the southern mountains of Ireland often with specific mentions of counties Cork and Kerry. The song is about a highwayman who is betrayed by his wife. It is one of the most widely performed traditional Irish songs, one of the most well-loved Irish songs, uh, traditional Irish songs and has been recorded by numerous artists since the 1950s. I'm referring of course to whiskey in the jar. The song first gained wide exposure when the Dubliners, the folk band from Ireland, performed internationally and recorded it on three separate albums in the 60s. Then in the US, the Irish rock band Thin Lizzy uh, released a similar version and it did exceptionally well in Ireland, the UK, uh, the wider UK and the US as well. And then in 1999, Metallica would record a version very, very similar to that of Thin Lizzy's, though with a much heavier sound, and actually they won the Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance for this song in the year two th- the 2000 Grammys. So, even though it's a very, very uh, traditional tune, and even though Metallica did not write the song, and you can't even really call it a cover of Thin Lizzy, because Thin Lizzy did themselves cover the original, it's a tremendous Metallica tune, and it is one of the few Metallica tunes that is not too heavy to play of course if it was up to me i would have put so much more metallica and stuff like uh black sabbath um some of the more heavier artists on this show because they had their breakout years in the 80s and 90s but sadly most of them are way too heavy to play this is a pleasant exception so we are going to have some metallica up next whiskey in the jar here on episode 1999 of way back when you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 1999, here on 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Metallica's rendition of Whiskey in the Jar, a tremendous Irish traditional folk song. We've got two songs left to play here on Way Back When, and I really do hope that you are going to enjoy them, starting with a Foo Fighters track from their third studio album, There Is Nothing Left to Lose. This particular song was the lead single. It was the first song to enter the Billboard Hot 100 for the band, as well as the second highest charting song on the Hot 100, peaking at number 19. It also peaked within the top 40 here in Australia, Australia, as well as in Canada, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Hungary, Poland, and the UK. The song's music video actually won Best Short Form Video Award at the 43rd Grammys in 2000. That's pretty decent for a, for a, um, for a young up-and-coming band. Because at the time, Foo Fighters hadn't yet really sort of established themselves. They'd only been formed, they'd only been around for five years, and they were only starting to release albums that had the tracks that people still know and love to this day. That's sort of the ones that really had a massive impact. And I think this is sort of when... I think this is probably one of the first songs where people sort of went, oh God, this band is actually really, really good. It, obviously, it's music it did exceptionally well, winning a Grammy. You sort of have to be good to do that. And as well, and in here in Australia, it made it to number 36 and was certified platinum with 70,000 units sold, also being certified platinum in the US with a million units sold because the different charts work differently, although certainly more impressive to sell a million than 70,000. The song is still very much well-loved and played on a fair amount of uh, Foo Fighters concerts to this day. It's Learn to Fly, which I really do think you're going to enjoy on episode 1999 of Way Back When. You're listening to Tune FM here on 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on episode 1999 of Way Back When, and you just heard Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters, which means we're coming now to the final track of the show. Thank you so much to everyone that has tuned in and had a listen. I really do appreciate it. I really do love bringing this show and producing it and presenting it to you, so I really do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Please make sure to tune in at the same time next week for some of the best music from the year 2000. No spoilers, but I do think that 2000 is going to be one of the best shows in quite some time. I have several several hits i still need to sort through to pick up the best ones so please make sure to tune in at 7 p.m next saturday for that in the meantime though we still have one song to play the final song of the night and as always i hope that you have a fantastic week ahead i hope that the rest of your weekend all through tonight and as well of sunday and all of sunday i hope that it's relaxing and pleasant and i hope that it's stress-free i think everyone could do with that uh, especially after the roller coaster of a year that has been 2020 so, without further ado, I'm going to get to the song now that actually became number one in terms of charts everywhere. It was, it's absolutely insane. In fact, if you are a, if you are someone that likes to look at charts and see how music and uh, songs did throughout history, go onto this particular song's Wikipedia page, go down to the charts section, and you will see ones everywhere. It made its number one here on the ARIA charts in Australia, it swept through nearly all of Europe, and it made it to, funnily enough, only three on the Billboard Hot 100, so maybe that says something about the difference between American and European audiences. It is a very catchy tune, very, very memorable. As always, I'm signing off. I've been Ben. I'll speak with you again next week. I hope that you have a tremendous week. And all I have left to, all I have left to say as I close off episode 1999 of Way Back When is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. store around the corner the boys say they want some gin and juice but i really don't wanna be a buzz like i had last week i must stay deep because talk is cheap i like angela pamela sandra and rita and as i continue you know they're getting sweeter so what can i do i really bag you my lord to me flirting is just like a sport anything fly it's all good let me Singing the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need